Welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas. You're in tune to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We want to extend a special holler to a few journalists who will be receiving the Distinguished Media Service Award from IHSA. The IHSA Distinguished Media Service Award was created to recognize members of the media who have covered high school sports and activities in Illinois for the significant period of time. The 2018-19 honorees include veteran TV sports directors on the prep scene, Chris Dwyer of Quincy, Illinois, and Kurt Plager of Peoria, Illinois, Harold writer Marty Masekas, whose career in prep coverage began in 1987, the longest-serving high school media member in the state. And the Cast Cassettes sports editor Don Chipman rounds out the class. Congrats to those gentlemen, as I, too, will one day join in the class of distinguished members of the media covering high school sports. I know you got my back, don't you, Sassy? Yeah, I knew you did. On today's show, we recap our H2S2 football game of the week between the Edmonton Vikings and the Foreman Hornets, plus other football and boys soccer scores from the week. Speaking of boys soccer, we talked to Vincent Tipperie from Marine Leadership Academy, who explains to us the new way the schools will be seeded this year for the boys soccer city championship. So stay tuned for that. Plus, we also have girl volleyball in Diva Sports. Much, much more on the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 show. We invite everyone to follow and holler at us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to like the High School Holler Sports Show page on Facebook. We appreciate the love for you. Coming up next after the break, we recap our H2S2 Game of the Week. Abbotson Vikings versus the Foreman Hornets next on the High School Holler Sports Show. Hi, this is Coach Nick Olson with the Amundsen Vikings, and you're tuned into the High School Holla Sports Show. Praise the Lord. Need life? Get Life in Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Portland Park, Illinois. So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is love for the game. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. And most of those are worth far less than the cost of tuition. So, why do they play? My reason why is commitment. My reason why is friendship. A sense of purpose. Love for the game. To help others. Friendship. There are lots of great reasons to play high school sports and to participate in other high school activities like cheerleading, debate, and music. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. 
Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national, to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Players, we're going to play football, nothing else. All right, you want to call the coin toss, what you want, heads or tails? It's the heads you want to toss. Hamilton going to receive in the South. Guys, shake hands, let's play football. Good luck to both teams. High School Holla. Let's go, go. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 football game of the week being brought to you by David Solomon, who designed unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on their Facebook page. Search for the name David Solomon, the official sponsors of our H2S2 Game of the Week and Scoreboard. We'd like to provide you with every aspect of the H2S2 Game of the Week from start to finish, beginning with the coin toss, as you just heard. Now, the Admiral Vikings elected to receive the ball so they would get first possession of the game. Prior to kickoff, we had a moment to speak with both coaches about their team and this first conference game of the season. Exclusive hot new high school holler. Here it comes. Here at our H2S2 High School Football Game of the Week, where the Edmonton Vikings taking on the Foreman Hornets. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Hornets, Armando Duran. Coach, your team is 1-2. and two. We're in the fourth week of the football season. How do you feel your team is performing thus far? Well, so far, uh, you know, considering me and my staff came in in August, you know, we, we had about 20 days before game one with these kids. I'm proud of them. They, they're working pretty hard. We probably had our best week of practice yet, you know, where we're still kind of trying to bond as a team and, you know, get to where we need to be. With such short time. What has the game plans been like in these past three games? Have you had to keep it simple? Uh, week one, I tried to throw everything at them. You know, I, I tried to get them out there. I tried. I probably tried to do a little bit too much. You know, so they came out a little bit, uh, a little bit confused. You know, they've gotten better week week by week, and we're implementing a little bit more at the time. You know, I dialed back a little bit, and you know, uh, we had a great week uh, last week against Sen. We're looking to build off it. Who are some of these Hornets that we should keep our eye out on out here on the Foreman Horn? Okay, I have two big time running backs, J- Javante Jenkins and um, Darian. Austin. Okay, but one's a senior, uh, Austin's a senior, Jenkins is a junior. Both of them have some big time talent with them. My quarterback is a senior. He's been doing solid. Like I said, I put a lot on his plate. I asked him to do a lot, and he's um, he's taken to it. Now, Coach, what do you know about the Edmonton Vikings, your opponent for today? Uh, discipline, man. They're, they're disciplined. They play solid football. You know, uh, for us to come out here, we're going to have to play our best game yet. And is there a special game plan against the Vikings that you have, or are you just going to go with the form and win? Uh, we're going to go with what we have. We're going to come out hitting. Good luck, Coach, and we'll look to talk to you at halftime. Thank you, sir. High School Holla. Join now with the head coach and one of our coaches from the summer preview, Coach Nick Olson. Coach, your team's 2-1. This is your first conference matchup. How do you feel? I feel great with the preparation this week of practice. Uh, we had all coaches there, all hands on deck, and uh, we had a great, great week of practice, and I hope that shows today. We've gone through it on the summer preview. Who else on this Admiral Viking team do we look Somebody who's really made an impact on this team, uh, more so than just his positive attitude and reinforcement as teammates, along with his play, is our middle linebacker, Dan that kid, man, you can't replace a kid like that. High energy all the time, pumping up his teammates, and he's making plays this year. He's really, really stepped up on the defensive side. And on the offensive side, I'd have to say number three, our starting quarterback, Jonathan Alizea. A lot of pressure on him, and he, you know, he's a diamond, man. You put pressure on him, you're going to make a diamond with that kid, man. Uh, very, very fortunate to have those two this year. At two and one, what's your overall feeling about the team's progress so far? We are nowhere near where we should be. 
so I think we still have a lot of work to do, and you're not really going to see the real Amundsen team until probably week eight, week nine, depending on how fast we can get this thing gelling. What do you know about your opponents today, the Foreman Hornets? They're big. <laughs> but coach, I love it, man. I love talking. Every time we get a chance, Coach, good luck, and we'll talk to you at the half. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great one. High School Holla. Those were the coach's thoughts, so let's get into the game. Now, the Foreman Hornets would start off the game with an unexpected move. An onside kick in an attempt to catch the Edmonton Vikings sleeping. The Vikings would cover the kick and take control of the ball in great field position with the ball on their own 49-yard line. The Vikings would take advantage of the field position through the run, moving the ball into the Hornets' territory and with a great hard count by junior quarterback Jonathan Alizea on 4th and 1 to draw the Hornets offside to gain a crucial first down, moving further into the red zone, down to the 21-yard line of Foreman. The next play, a big 15-yard run by sophomore running back Elijah Morris drives the Vikings to the Hornets' six-yard line. A few runs later, older brother, junior running back, Isaiah Morris, plows in a three-yard touchdown run for the Vikings and the game's first score, capping off a 51-yard drive with a two-point conversion attempt that was no good. With 7.43 left in the first quarter, Admison Vikings led the Foreman Hornets 6-0. to zero. The Foreman Hornets would get their first possession of the first quarter, starting on their own 43-yard line. A few tough runs by junior running back Javante Jenkins and senior quarterback Christian LeBron, along with a few penalties against the Edmonton Vikings, the Hornets found themselves in Viking territory down to the Edmonton 28-yard line. That's when the Viking defense turned stingy and came hard with two big sacks, forcing the Hornets into an incomplete pass on 4th and 14. The Vikings would take their second possession in the first quarter with the ball on their own 32-yard line. Another huge run by running back Isaiah Morris and a missed wide-open pass attempt between quarterback Jonathan Alizea and junior classmate wide receiver Kyat Jackson. The first quarter would end with the Edmonton Vikings holding on to a 6-zip lead over the Foreman Hornets. The second quarter would start with the Edmonton Vikings continuing their drive with the Morris brothers hooking up for a 23-yard pass from younger brother Elijah Morris to older brother Isaiah Morris down into Hornets territory with the ball on the 43-yard line. A few plays later, the Vikings would drive down to the Hornets 33-yard line when sophomore Elijah Morris would score a 33-yard touchdown run for the Vikings' second score of the game. Add a two-point conversion off of the Wildcat run from older brother Isaiah Morris, the Vikings led the Hornets by two touchdowns, 14 to zip, with 11-1 left to play in the second quarter. The Hornets' first possession of the second quarter would be sparked by a great 38-yard kickoff return by senior Christian LeBron into Viking territory, putting the Hornets' offense on the Vikings' 48-yard line. A few plays later, the Hornets' offense would be unable to capitalize on that field position, getting sacked by a tough Vikings defense. The Hornets would give the ball back to the Vikings, unable to convert on 4th and 16. The Vikings' second possession of the second quarter would place them at midfield. That's when junior quarterback Jonathan Alizea would show off his legs on a 17-yard run down to the Hornets' 33-yard line. The next play would find sophomore sensation Elijah Morris hitting the outside and scoring on another 33-yard run, his second touchdown of the game, and increasing the Vikings' lead with their third touchdown. Add another two-point wildcat run by older brother Isaiah Morris, 
With 5.54 left in the second quarter, the Edmonton Vikings would lead the Foreman Hornets 22 to zip. The Hornets would look to score before halftime and would mount a drive which started from their own 44-yard line all the way into Vikings territory thanks to the strong runs by junior running back Javante Jenkins and a few costly Viking penalties. The Hornets' momentum would carry down to the Vikings' four-yard line with seconds left to play in the second quarter. But the Hornets' offense would stall, unable to score before halftime. We went into halftime with the Edmonton Vikings leading the Foreman Hornets by the score of 22 to zip. We talked with both coaches at halftime. Here's their thoughts on their team's performance in the first half of this game. Exclusive high school holla. Here it comes. The half of our H2S2 game of the week where the Amundsen Vikings lead the Foreman Hornets 22 to zip. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Hornets, Armando Durant. And Coach Durant, you guys are giving all they have down by three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm trying to keep their head in this one, uh, letting them know, hey, this is just a lack of execution. The plays are there. We're just, we're, we're not getting it done. What do you go in the locker room and tell your team down by three touchdowns? Uh, biggest thing is just keep our head up. You know, three touchdowns, we can take care of that in half for sure. All right, good luck in the second half. Thank you. High School Holla. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Nick Olsen. Coach, 22 points. Could have been more. A missed opportunity on one. Uh, yeah, you said it best. A missed opportunity. We had a few of those. Um, some guys forgetting their routes, forgetting their plays. I think I feel personally we left 21 points out there, and we're going to clean it up the second half. But I also want to get some of my other guys in here and see what they can do and uh, make a game of this. What's the overall perception of how your team performed in the first half? I think right now we're operating, if I had to go on a 1 through 10 scale, 1 being the least, 10 being the greatest, I'd say we're at a 6 right now. And that's a scary thing because we've been performing pretty well, but we're still only at a six, if I'm being completely honest with you. And what did you tell your team at half? Sloppy. We're too sloppy. None of them are happy. It's 0-0 now. Those 22 points are gone. They do not matter. They disappeared. The refs took them. It's now 0-0. Reset the game. Let's come out firing and let's do it right this half and finish strong. All right. Good luck in the second half. Talk to you after the game. Appreciate you, sir. High School Holla. Those were the coaches' thoughts of first half. After the break, we'll bring you the second half of our H2S2 game of the week between the Edmonton Vikings and the Foreman Hornets coming up on the H2S2 show. I'm Isaiah Morris, running back on the Amundsen School Vikings. I support the H2S2 show, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Illinois, who do you meet? Answer, men and women who play high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question, so where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. This is David Garcia representing the Amundsen High School Vikings, the football team. Welcome back to this H2S2 football game of the week. We start the third quarter with the Amundsen Vikings holding a three touchdown lead over the Foreman Hornets 22 to zip. The Hornets would come out with the ball to start the third quarter and would face a 30-21 in their first drive of the second half. Hornets junior running back Eric Einick would come through with a big 14-yard run for more manageable fourth and seven. If you can call fourth and seven manageable. Then the Hornets would pull out a bit of trickery with the old halfback pass from junior running back Javante Jenkins to senior wideout and running back Darian Austin. The Hornets would find themselves in Vikings territory down to the Admison 27-yard line. The Hornets then would be met with some penalties and that Viking defense, which would force some sacks and fumbles recovered by Foreman, the loss in yardage would push the Hornets back all the way to their own 44-yard line and force the ball back to the Vikings on turnovers. The Vikings defense showing their toughness and the offense would look to make good on it. With the first possession of the third quarter, the Vikings offense would miss another big passing opportunity 
as the duo of junior classmate Jonathan Alizea and Kayat Jackson almost connects again for the Vikings, but that missed opportunity would place the Vikings in a fourth and five to go. Not for long. As junior running back Isaiah Morris will bust out a 30-yard run on 4th and 5, giving the Vikings a new set of downs in Hornets territory on the Foreman 32-yard line. A few runs later, with the ball on the Hornets 15-yard line, the Vikings let the young man we all call the line mo eat some mo handing the ball to their junior running back once again as isaiah morris scores his second touchdown of the game off of a 15-yard run the junior isaiah morris would add another two-point conversion giving the vikings now a 30 to 0 lead over the former hornets as we head into the fourth and final quarter of the game in the fourth quarter the Hornets' first possession will prove they wouldn't give up or give in as they mount together a drive led by a 35-yard run by senior quarterback Christian LeBron down to the Vikings' three-yard line, giving the Hornets another first-and-goal opportunity in this game. The Hornets will punch the ball in for the score by junior running back Devontae Jenkins putting the Hornets on the board with 9.29 left to play in the game. At a two-point conversion run by senior Darian Austin, the Hornets trail the Vikings 30-8. to The Hornets would look to ride that momentum, recovering an onside kick and gaining the ball in good field position. But they wouldn't be able to move the ball downfield, turning the ball over on downs once again to the Vikings offense. The Edmonton Vikings would start on their own 48-yard line until running back Isaiah Morris breaks free for another long 23-yard run down to the Hornets' 25-yard line. A big 13-yard pass, quarterback Jonathan Alizea, this one to junior classmate Jonathan Ovedo down to the Hornets' 8-yard line, setting up another Vikings first and goal. A holding penalty and a play later, the Vikings quarterback Jonathan Alizea connects with his sophomore sensation Elijah Morris for a 10-yard touchdown pass which sealed the victory for the Edmonton Vikings over the Foreman Hornets 36 to 38. Take a listen to our post-game interviews with both coaches and our two shining stars of the game from Edmonton, the Morris brothers. Junior running back Isaiah Morris with two rushing touchdowns and three two-point conversions and sophomore Elijah Morris with two rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown. These brothers combined for five touchdowns on the day for the Edmonton Vikings. Take a listen. High School Holla. At the end of our H2S2 High School Football Game of the Week, where the Edmonton Vikings just defeated the Foreman Hornets 36-8. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Hornets, Coach Armando Duran. Tough loss for you guys, but you guys never gave up at the end. Yeah, I mean, you know, hats off to the kids. You know, they kept grinding. Um, we just got to learn as a team early on, you know, we just got to keep grinding. We, we got to keep grinding. These games ain't going to come easy. You know, with the lack of bodies and, you know, short notice with everything, we, we just got to keep grinding. You go in and tell your team after this tough game to get them to bounce back for next week. It's still early in the season. Yeah, hey, one game at a time. You know, one game at a time. Just like we came in the Sen. Sen was a pretty uh, decent opponent. We knew it was going to be a tough game. We grinded that one out. We're a young team. We got to learn how to just keep pushing and don't get down on ourselves. You know, once we get that, sky's the limit for these guys. How do you help mold that talent and keep their heads up after a loss like today? Yeah, back to what we do. For fundamentals, um, you know, try and hammer it into their head. Hey, this is what we do. We're, we're not going to veer off of it for anybody. You know, as long as we execute and as long as we all do our job you know that's why i try to preach these kids all the time we all have a job to do we can't pick up the slack for everybody everyone's got to do their one job and once we do we'll be able to take off well coach duran you definitely are doing a great job you're getting these guys ready and good luck the rest of the season all right thank you appreciate it high school holla i'm joined now with our shining stars of the game we're gonna call them the morris brothers who just mow down people on the field isaiah and elijah morris i gotta say man you guys together combined five touchdowns man it got to 
feel good about that? It felt amazing, man. Our team came together. We all we all did what we supposed to do. We all completed our tasks, and we just did what we had to do. Talk about the game plan, Isaiah, coming into this on your first conference game. Our coach had like a good feel of what the uh, other team was doing. So like almost everything the other team was doing, my coach already knew what was playing. Our defense just shut him down, and our offense just punched it through. Elijah came up big on a couple of scores. Hard to bring you down. Three touchdowns today, over 100 yards total offense. How do you feel about your game today? Oh, I felt I did good, but it was my coach that set me up to have a good game pretty much. I got to ask the question of you two. It seemed like a little competition out there, man. Is it, is it Isaiah, a competition between you and little brother? It is a competition between me and her about who get more touchdowns, who run more people over. Yeah, it's a real competition. I was keeping stats, and just to let you guys know, Isaiah, you ran over more people. Elijah, you got more touchdowns. There you go, guys. There you go. Let's talk to Coach Nick Olsen. Congratulations, guys. You two are our shining stars of the game. Great game, guys. Thank you. Talk to Coach Nick Olsen, head coach of the Amazon Vikings, the winning coach of the day. Coach, man, you came in with a game plan, and I sense that in the second half, there were some things that were undone. Yeah, you know, um, I'm a firm believer, and when these guys are coming out here working their butts off for me in the summer, I know football's football, and you, you, you get what you put into it, and I wanted to reward some of our guys who maybe don't get to see the field as much, so we tried some different things, put some kids in different positions, see what they can do, um, and I'm pretty happy with the uh, the sophomores and the freshmen who stepped up today. They got to taste a little bit of the game, and they were real, real happy about it. Tell me about your feelings overall about ball game. I just felt like if we executed a little bit better, it, it would have been a better game, a cleaner game, but football's football. You know, things happen. You know, drop passes, fumbles, missed tackles. That, that's my job as a coach. I come back here tomorrow, and I get them ready for the next opponent, and we work on that so that doesn't happen again. How big is it to get your first conference win the way you guys did today? Oh, it's huge. We're, you know, we're on the respect tour this year. You know, we want to get respect from these CPS schools. We've been in an interest city for, you know, forever. I came over here, took over the program. They haven't been winning. It's been 10 years since Amundsen's been in the playoffs. Right now, we're two games away from our goal. Let's talk about it. You guys, we talked about it in the summer. It seems like a good game of intensity that you bring to the field today. Yeah, I think um, I've been told that I'm angry. So I think that the kids uh, feed off me. And when I get angry, I feel like they try to outdo me. They're like, no, I'm going to be angrier than you. I'm going to have more tenacity than you. I'm going to be vicious. So I got to turn it up because if I turn it up and they look at that, they feed off of that. Talk about the Morris brothers and their performance today. Five touchdowns. You get what you put into it. Those guys don't miss practice. They do what they're supposed to do. They have a very supportive family at home and they just get the job done. They show in every day. They love the sport. They truly love the sport. This isn't a game to them. This is a passion and I'm just very fortunate that I got these two weapons on my team. Well, we talked to Isaiah and Elijah, but I gotta give you an opportunity to talk about the quarterback play. He should have gone, I believe it was like seven of eight today for over 180 yards. We had too many wide open drop touchdown passes, but that kid's only a junior. He's only a junior. He's putting the ball where it needs to be. I talked to him. He was getting a little flustered because they weren't catching it for him, but I said, you know what? They, you got to raise them up to your level. You know, we got to we gotta just focus up. We got to clean up some things, and with that kid leading the helm, I like our chances. Where do you go and tell this ball club before your next opponent next week? We need to prepare better, guys. We need to prepare better because we left too many points up on the board. Yes, I'm, I'm proud of the positive things that we achieved today, but there's always room for effort. When you get comfortable, that's when somebody punches you in the mouth, and that's when you start taking L's. Don't get comfortable, and we were humbled against Orr a couple weeks ago. We saw they had 17 guys. They came out laughing, joking around, thought it was a game, and they punched us in the mouth, and I think that was our wake-up call, and I'm hoping that we're on that trend of that winning tradition here at Amundsen after a loss, because you know last year, we lost around Lake, big blowout. We didn't lose after that. They were mad, they were angry, and they proved, you know, what we could accomplish, and they finished strong, and I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty confident that I have that, that group with these guys this year. Well, Coach, you know, I always got to give you an opportunity to thank the Amundsen fans. They came out today. What do you want to say to them? I just really, really appreciate the support from the administration all the way down to the kids. You know, they're happy about football now at Amundsen. All day today, all I'm hearing is too much ammo down the hallway, and people are just losing their minds over football in Chicago. This ain't Texas, like, and it's it's becoming one of these these things that you just sit back and take a second and go, man, look at this thing. Look at these kids. Like, they're showing up to the game. We made $700 at our last home game. I've never made over $100 at a home game. Like, it, it's, just, it's just an amazing feeling, man. It's very rewarding. You guys are doing a great job, and Coach, I'll see you again at which game coach the fight for foster let's get it baby let's get it congratulations i appreciate high school holla we want to thank both coaches for their time and talking with us throughout the game for the foreman hornets head coach armando duran and for the Admonson vikings head coach nick olsen along with his two shining stars the morris brothers isaiah and elijah morris now, I do want to add a little bonus clip for you. Coach Nick Olsen for the Admonson Vikings has a generational 
connection to Edmonton. I happened to catch up with two generation Olsons after the game who shared the rich tradition between the Edmonton Vikings and the Olsen fam. Check this out. High School Holler. I have an opportunity to speak to a, one of three generations of Vikings. Joining me right now is none other than Mr. Kevin Olson. And his son. Kevin Olson. <laughs> a freshman starting on the varsity team. Mr. Olson, talk about the rich tradition here in Amundsen. You attended the school in the 80s. And my father, he played football in 1949. He played on the football team. And now my son, he's the third generation, and uh, he's uh, prepared and coming in as a freshman starting. My nephew, the head coach, uh, we couldn't be prouder. The, the team is moving in such a positive direction. The energy, the vibe, it's all back. I'm, I couldn't be happier or more proud of the team. My son and the gentlemen that play and, and the coach, he's just making this program come to just unbelievable and uh, I just love every minute of it. Let's talk to the young Olsen here, the freshman lineman on this varsity team. How does it feel? You're following in a generation of footsteps and not only that you know the head coach and I'm sure he's tough on you isn't he? yeah it's great to be honest it's great to have Nick here and my dad supporting me it's all like great and they're supporting me well talk about it when you wear this uniform knowing that your dad and your granddad used to have this uniform does it mean more for you yeah of course because that means I'm trying to carry on the legacy of the Olsons how many positions you play I know Coach Olsen's prepares you guys on both sides of the ball. I am the right tackle, but some plays I was at left tackle, and sometimes the I'm the D-tackle. So which one do you like better, offense or defense? Uh, to be honest, defense. <laughs> Even though I'm starting on offense, uh, I still like defense better. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to talk to Coach Nick about that. We want to get you some more defensive time, right? about how it feels to attend Amundsen as a freshman. Uh, to attend Amundsen, Amundsen is a great high school all around. It's a one plus and the football team's good and the uh, education's also well for Amundsen. Well, thank you guys for sharing your input and letting us know a little bit more about the tradition. Not only Amundsen, but the Olsen family, man. Congratulations on the day. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. High School Holla. Great stuff there. Love to hear how generations have a tradition or a connection to a Chicago area school. Both teams will be back in action next Friday in their second conference game out of the Chicago Public League Great Lakes Conference. The Edmonton Vikings take on Collins Friday at Douglas Park, 7 p.m. kickoff, while the Foreman Hornets go up against Urban Prep West Lions at Rockney Stadium. They kick things off at 4 p.m. Both games are taking place next Friday, so go out and support these two well-coached teams. Here are some more scores from a few games on Thursday. Another little bonus for you, family. Out of the Prairie State Conference, the Michelle Clark Eagles took on the Peyton Grizzly right after our H2S2 game of the week. So, if you know me, we love showing love. So, I talked to both coaches prior to kickoff to see how they felt about this Prairie State Conference matchup in the public league. Here's Coach George Kupchak of Peyton and Kevin Simmons of Clark. Both teams entered Thursday night undefeated at 3-0. High School Holla. Bonus coverage of our H2S2 game of the week when the Peyton Grizzlies get ready to take on the Clark Eagles. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Grizzlies, Coach George Kupchak. And Coach, give me your overall thought about today's ball game. It's going to be a tough one. It's definitely going to be a tough one. Clark's probably uh, the, the toughest opponent we've faced so far. They're big, they're physical, they like to run the football, so that's usually where football games come down to. Being physical and stopping the run, so if we can do those two things tonight, we should be in good shape, but that's really the key to the game. All right, good luck tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. High School Holla. I'm joined now with the head coach to the Eagles, Evan Simmons and Coach Simmons. This is a big time ball game right here. Oh, yes, it is. Um, we played them for last year, we played them this year. They beat us last year. So, um, now about to see what we got this week four. You're three and all. How do you feel about your team's performance thus far? Well, you know, our team's performance hasn't been bad. The last three weeks has been a good test for us, but now it's time to play ball. Who should we be looking out for tonight? The whole team. <laughs> I heard that. I knew you was gonna give me something good. Coach. Good luck tonight, Coach. All right, thank you, man. High school holler. There's a little bonus coverage for you, family. The Peyton Grizzlies will go on to beat the Clark Eagles 33-14. to 
Staten remains undefeated at 4-0. Clark Eagles suffered their first loss of the season at 3-1. Collins and Manley co-op team won a close one in another Great Lakes Conference game over the Von Steuben Panthers 30-26. Collins and Manley co-op team joins the rank of the undefeated with a perfect 4-0 record. The Von Steuben Panthers fall to 1-3. Two more undefeated teams at 3-0 face off out of the Redbird Conference. Coach Elton Harris and the Hubbard Greyhounds went up against Coach Terry Jones and the prospective Warriors. Hubbard Greyhounds hold on and remain undefeated, winning by 3, 22-19, giving the prospective Warriors their first loss at 3-1. Catalyst Maria Wolves shut out the Corliss Trojans 44-zip in the Chicago Public League State Street Conference play. Catalyst Maria improves to 3-1, Corliss Trojans searching for a win at 0-4. Our final score from Thursday night, the Bogan Bengals were all black for this Thursday night affair. Defeating the Woodline Cardinals by 4, 16-14, the Bogan Bengals are now 2-2 two two for the season. Some Friday scores to talk about. Out of the Public League, Windy City Illini Conference, the Ag Science Cyclones defeat the Harlan Falcons 28-20. Ag Science is 3-1, Harlan is now 2-2. Two two. Some action in the Public League Redbird Conference. Taft Eagles fall to the Curie Condors who captured their first win of the season, 25-21. Both teams are currently 1-3. Simeon Wolverines remain perfect at 4-0, smashing the Solario Sun Warriors 62-zip. Solario falls to 2-2. Some other shutouts from Friday night action. Urban Prep Bronzeville 54-zip over the Limbloom Eagles. Urban Prep Bronzeville is 3-1. Limbloom Eagles still searching for a win this season. Little Village Phoenix gets a shutout win over the DuSabo Panthers 28-zip. Little Village is 2-2 in week 4. DuSabo remains winless. Here's a late afternoon game for you to go check out and support later today. In week four, wins get tough. And when you have two undefeated teams on top of the same conference, it makes for great high school football sometimes. Go check out this battle of the Cats in the Public League Intra-City 1 Conference between the 3-0 Crane Cougars and the 2-0 Chicago Academy Cougars. I predict the Cougars will win. Bet your bottom dollar on that. Solid bet today. The Crane Cougars taking on the undefeated Chicago Academy Cougars. Somebody going to win, and I predict it's going to be the Cougars. You can trust me on that. <laughs> when we return, we'll talk boys' soccer with Marine Leadership Academy head coach Vince Tippery joins us on the Holla Hotline. Coming up next on the H2S2 Show. Hi, this is Coach Vince Tippery. I'm the head boys and girls soccer coach at Marine Leadership Academy. High School Holla. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. Media.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school. Because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Man, get up out of here. <laughs> Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both 
both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. The debate about sports specialization by high school athletes continues. Some argue that high school athletes who play one sport all year long have a better chance of landing a lucrative pro contract. But that's simply not true. In fact, 30 of the 32 first-round picks in last year's NFL draft played more than one sport in high school. Of the 32 players drafted, 22 also participated in high school track and field. 19 also played basketball. Some also played baseball and lacrosse. What's the path to success for high school athletes here in Illinois, no matter what their goals might be? Study hard. Always do your best. And if you can, play more than one sport in high school. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. High School Holla. Soon, the Chicago Public League Boys Soccer will be entering the Public League City Playoffs. The H2S2 show always wants you to know how these schools rank and become eligible to compete for a city title. This year, the seeding process will be a replica of the World Cup draw with 32 teams advancing. These teams will be placed into eight groups of four. Here to tell us more about the seeding process is the head boys soccer coach at Marine Leadership Academy. Vincent Temprey joins us on the Holla Hotline. Welcome, Coach Temprey. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Coach, start by telling us how the Marine Leadership Bulldogs are doing this season in boys soccer. Uh, I say with pretty confidence that we're having our best season we've had so far. This is only our fifth year as a school. Uh, I've been in the same building here for six years, but we became Marine Leadership Academy about five years ago, and we have uh, 10 wins so far. We have four losses, two ties, but we've also had uh, a lot of injuries. We've had two of our best players with almost the entire season, but they're about to come back. And all of our losses have been really close games by one goal or on penalty kick, so even those aren't bad. Well, you know, Coach, 10 wins in soccer, that's pretty impressive to me. But I want to give you an opportunity and a chance to talk about a few of your shining stars. You mentioned two will be possibly returning soon. Tell us some more about a few of your shining stars on this Marine Leadership Academy Bulldog soccer team. Yeah, so I would say the heart and soul of our team is one of our seniors. Uh, he's our senior center defender named Roger, and I've actually had Roger since he was 12 years old back in seventh grade. So he's been with the team for six years now. Just does a, he's really tough, does a great job clearing the ball out. He's a lefty, but he uses both feet equally well. Um, we're hope, hoping that he'll be able to play somewhere next year in college and get a little uh, scholarship, maybe one of the junior colleges. I also have uh, a junior named Clever. Uh, he's our biggest player. He's about 6'1". Pretty much does it all for us. He can score. He plays center mid. We also put him back on center defense when we have to hold the lead. And then maybe my most talented player is one of the boys who's been out of town, uh, Ernesto. He's only a sophomore, and he is a very special player. He's very fast, great technique, very tactical with the ball. So we're very excited to get him back this season. It's the last seven straight games. Wow. Well, we look forward to seeing the progress of the Bulldogs off of that. Now, I want to give you an opportunity to explain to those who may not follow soccer closely, how will this year's seeding process go for the 32 schools who will be competing for a public league city title this year? Yeah, so we decided to sort of steal the World Cup model. And instead of just doing, like, the number one team you could say plays the number 32 team and like that, we decided because there are teams in second division that could be teams in Premier and teams on the north side that could be south side and south side would be north side, we wanted to make it a little more random, a little more fun. So we're going to do a draw where it's not like the best four teams in the city will ever be stuck in the same group together, but there was definitely some randomness to it, and we're going to bring out a pretty big crowd over at Curie High School on Wednesday. Uh, all the 32 teams who make the playoffs are all going to be allowed to bring five or six players, and hopefully we're going to get some excitement behind this. We're going to have old retired coaches and some former players, some former state champion players uh, up there in charge of pulling the ping pong balls, you could say, to see what you know what spot everyone gets and what group everyone's going to be playing in, so that's pretty exciting. We're looking forward to it. Oh man, that sounds exciting, Coach. I want 
our listeners to know that H2S2 crew will definitely be there next Wednesday watching every pool, talking to all the players and coaches there. You make some room for me when we get there on Wednesday, okay? Yeah, most definitely. Now, Coach, I want to give you an opportunity, as we do with each and every guest of the High School Hall of Sports show, I know that you have a tremendous following in this five-year program there at Marine Leadership Academy. Take this moment, Coach, and tell the people who follow you and support you and your soccer programs how you feel about their support. Oh, it's awesome. All the support we can get is great. We have parents who come out to Pepsi Showdown games in Joliet or even farther away. Um, you know, dads who come out and they bring us water when we need it, uh, who are willing to carpool to games and come out to summer leagues and support. It's great. We couldn't do it without them, that's for sure. A, a large group of following, a lot of the girls in the soccer team, they come out like a family. You know, we have a small school, so we get uh, a lot of the other athletes in the school to come out like our groupies. <laughs> yeah, man, I love it. I love to hear that, Coach. I love to hear it. You know, thank you. Some of these parents, some of the players I've had since they were kids, you know, seventh grade, and now they're seniors ready to take off to college. So I feel like uh, sort of an uncle. Pretty cool to some of the parents. That's pretty cool. Well, Coach, we definitely want to encourage our listeners all across the city of Chicago to come out and support your area Chicago Public League boys soccer team in your neighborhood, in your mama's neighborhood, grandmother's neighborhood, wherever. Just come out and support these schools and show a good showing during these Public League City playoffs. And can't forget, Coach, some of the schools that might even go far and make it to the state playoffs. We just want support for boys soccer and girls soccer here in Chicago. So thank you for joining us, Coach. We appreciate your time. Oh, definitely. Thanks for having me. And I'll see you at the seeding process Wednesday. So see you there, Coach. See you there. Take care. That was Vincent Tempery from Marine Leadership Academy, head soccer coach for both the boys and the girls. Now let's check out some of the scores from this week's boys soccer matches, starting with the Bulldogs from Marine Leadership Academy, who beat Rickover Naval Academy 2-1. Marine Military Academy, as Coach Tipri mentioned, is 10-4-2. Rickover Naval Academy to 0-6-1. The Von Stupid Panthers crushing the Mather Rangers 7-1. The Panthers improved to 10-2 on the season. Mather falls to 0-8-1. The Battle of the Phoenix. Little Village falls to Instituto's Health Science 5-1. Little Village is now 4-6-3. Instituto gets their second win of the season. They go to 2-4-1. Catalyst Maria Boys Soccer making some noise like the football team with a 2-1 victory over the Lindblom Eagles. Catalyst Maria improves to 7-2. Lindblom Eagles still winless at 0-8. Prasa Falcons 3-2 winners over the Phoenix Military Academy Firebirds. Prosser is 4-6-1. Phoenix Military 4-9-1. Brooks Eagles get their first win in boys soccer over the Morgan Park Mustangs, who still looking for a win this season. Brooks wins this match 3-0. Abbotson Vikings and Stymeds Silver Street finish in a scoreless tie, which Helps no one. Absolutely not. Ag Science Cyclones 2 zip winners over Clemente. Noble Charter School battle between the Noble College Prep and Golder. Golder wins it by 1 4 3. Our final score for the week in boys soccer the Jones Eagles over Willowbrook. 1 to zip. Jones Eagles improved to 7 2 and 2. Those are our reported scores for the week in boys soccer. Remember, you can go to the Urban Fieldhouse Media website to find out the results of all the late games and scores taking place later today. Coming up, you know it, Chicago Public League Girls Volleyball in Diva Sports on the H2S2 Show. Chicago, what up? This your boy Gerard Haynes from Hales Franciscan High School, home of the Spartans, class of 2004. Stand up. And right now you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Tune in right now or you're missing out. Get with it or get lost. Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? 
Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports, located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Praise the Lord. We like Get Life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. or weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suite located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac Lee Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church, Homewood Suites, Orland Park, Illinois. Meet Josh. Hi, everybody. Josh is a high school basketball player, solid shooter, great teammate. Hey, don't forget my tenacious D. And he's my son. Uh-huh. So, what does Josh do to be the best basketball player he can be? I play tennis. Studies show that student athletes here in Illinois who play more than one high school sport are more likely to excel. Tennis does more than improve Josh's conditioning. It gives him a fresh competitive outlet, reduces the risk of injury by cross-training, and introduces him to different coaching techniques and new friends. Don't get me wrong, hoops are my first love. Tennis just gives me a little break. So when the new season begins, Josh isn't burned out on basketball. He's eager to play. And you can see the difference in his game. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. High School Holla. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show and our Diva Sports segment. Brought to you by our friends at Epiphany Travel and Events. Looking to travel at an affordable rate that will allow you to live out your travel dreams at a special destination while satisfying your love for travel? Then come on and join the travel experience with Epiphany Travel and Events. You can also find out about a great way to fundraise through the adventures of travel that would help your charity reach new goals in a fun and unique way just by visiting them online at www www.etravelandevents.com The official sponsors of the H2S2 Diva Sports segment. Checking in with a few scores from the Chicago Public League and Girls Volleyball, the Lady Sun Warriors of Solario beat the Kiri Lady Condors in winning two out of three sets. The Lady Sun Warriors are 5-3. Kiri is 1-10-1. Corliss Lady Trojans beat the Or Lady Spartans in two sets. Corliss Lady Trojans are 3-1. Or Lady Spartans 2-2. Two two. Washington Lady Patriots remain a perfect 6-0 after a win over the winless Harlan Lady Falcons in two sets. Lady Bengals of Bogan battle the Lady Jaguars of Julian in a cat fight. Bogan wins it in two sets. They improve to 4-2. Julian Lady Jaguars still looking for their first win of the season. Kenwood Lady Broncos improve to 6-3 in girls volleyball, defeating the Kelly Lady Trojans in two out of three sets. Another school out of High Park area, also big winners. High Park Lady Thunderbirds beat the DuSable Lady Panthers in two sets. Hyde Park is 3-3. Three three. DuSabo is now 2-4 in girls volleyball. The Morgan Park Lady Mustangs stampede all over the Carver Lady Challengers in two sets. Morgan Park improves to 5-1. Carver goes to 2-3. Bowen Lady Boilermakers winning in two sets over the Dunbar Mighty Women. Bowen is 4-3. Dunbar is winless. The now 10-2 Lady Dolphins of Whitney continue their reign with a two-set win over the Lakeview Lady Wildcats who are now four and six. Once again, this H2S2 Diva Sports segment is brought to you by Epiphany
company travel and events, you can always find an affordable way to live out your travel dreams. Just visit them online at www.theletteretravelandevents.com. Stay with us. More of the iSchool Holla Sports Show coming up. I'm Coach Dorothy Gayers, coach of John Marshall Metro High School, home of the Commandos, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school. Because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Isn't it amazing? What? The, the sacrifice, the dedication, the grit. I mean, they really set an example, don't they? Oh, well, no question. Today's high school athletes are truly special. Not the athletes. Woohoo. The officials. Oh. Today's student athletes are truly special. But there's something pretty great about the men and women who officiate their games, too. Like the way they're giving back to their communities. Officiating is a terrific way to stay in shape, meet new people and stay connected to the game you love. But the biggest reason of all? We need more qualified high school officials here in Illinois. And without them, the rest of us would have a whole lot less to cheer about. High school games need officials. High school sports need you. Great call, Rob. Yeah. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. High School Holla. No one can do it better. No one, no one can do it better. No one can do it better. Thank you for that kind introduction and compliment. I'm glad to know that no one does it like we do here on the H2S2. <laughs> Woo! You know, I'm just cracking myself up here. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the H2S2 High School Island Sports Show. Here's a few things we want you to know. Our next H2S2 football game of the week will feature another conference battle in the Chicago Public League, Illini Great Lakes Conference, next Friday, September the 24th at Lane Tech Stadium, when the Peyton Grizzlies take on the Stymads Silver Street. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. We want to see you in the place because that's going to be a good game. If you are a school, coach, or athletic organization who is hosting a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth, let us know. We want to lend our support by giving it a mention on the show to help get the word out. It's a part of our mission statement to keep the kids safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. If you are a student athlete 
and want to be the next shining star? We welcome all freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors to join us on the show in telling us your story on how you excel in the sport that you play, in the classroom, and in the community. Just have your coach or athletic director send us an email to info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com telling us why they believe you should be our next H2S2 Shining Star and you could be a special guest on the High School Holla Sports Show, the best show in Chicago for high school sports. We look forward to meeting more of Chicago's talented student-athletes. We would like to thank all of the special guests on the show who joined us today. We also would like to thank our sponsors who partner with us to make it possible to bring you the best show in Chicago covering high school sports. Now, I'm telling you, you still got time to hook up with Epiphany Traveling Events. They have a great cruise going to Havana, Cuba in 2019. So check them out. eTravelingEvents.com is the website. I'm already on the boat. So come on, let's hit Havana. That's what I'm talking about. Young people, this week's quote is about teamwork. Don't aspire to be the best on the team. Aspire to be the best for the team. Be the team players, what that's saying. Go check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Also like our page, the High School Holler Sports Show, on Facebook as well. We appreciate the love from you. I want to remind you that you can listen to a broadcast of today's show along with any past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. That's www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes as well as follow and listen to us on SoundCloud. Just search for the name Urban Fieldhouse Media and share the H2S2 show with others. Holler at us every Saturday afternoon at 12 noon. Remember, God loves you and we do too. I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey. Until we do it again next week, I'll Hey, Chicago, this is Leo Negron representing Chicago's West Side. Tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Hey Chicago, this is John Wilson from Limbloom Technical High School, the Eagles, class of 1980, swoop swoop, and you're tuned in to the High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla.